Hello, everyone. Welcome to Project Lakuti Teda, DAF 33, Lamed Gimel of Sefer Bimidbar, Parshas Balaisra. We are in the middle of the Mimer, the Zem Meister that started on DAF Lamed Beis. We're talking about how the Menorah represents the Midois of Yid and how he's able to change his Midois through the idea of Haka, of um, you know, the melting and hitting the, the, the gold to reshape it if, if any of the branches, any of the person's midas go out of shape. And the continuation of the Pasuk is which implies that Yerecha <clears throat> is the lowest leg of the Menorah, and Pircha is the most, um, most uh, loftiest um, design ornamental component of the menorah. So even it's the most fundamental from the most fundamental to the most ornamental. Um, every aspect of the menorah is all one made of the same gold. Mikshahi, right? So it's all part of the menorah. So the, 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 the Yerecha and the Pircha, we can see it's, it's, it represents different types of Yudin, even the greatest and the, the lowest or every type of Yud in between. Um, can change. Now, bin gedelet dikim nikrim pircha. The the great tzedikim are called pircha, the the flowers of the menorah, because their taira and their tefila is parcha leila. They it uh, shoots up above. It, it goes above through, specifically through their their dechila through their uh, awe and love of Hashem, which are the wings of uh, the analogous bird that helps the bird, that helps one's uh, mitzvahs and soar into the heavens. This is explained in the Zayar Kaddish, that a field of the Yarech is still part of the menorah. Even the lowest part of the menorah, which is seemingly uh, not so important, even that aspect of the menorah is still a fundamental part of the menorah. It's without that, the whole menorah would tip over. So, so we see that every part um, is of the menorah is completely united um, and one. Now, only that it should be zahav tar. Specifically, it says in the pasuk that the gold that the menorah has to be made out of pure gold, without any sediments or impurities. Is written the pasuk after miksha achas. It says zahav tar because the zahav, the gold, um, if there is a smell impurity from anything else, it can actually change the entire color um, and appearance of the gold to a greenish tint to it, which can tarnish the entire gold. So that's why it's so important that the gold remains pure, so it has that beautiful golden luster. Similarly, through the, the wicked, the wicked are like the impurities. So when the wicked are in the gold, it can change the color. Um, so that's why it's so important that every yid has to surmira aligamre and transform themselves to serve Hashem in the purest form possible. So we can have this minaris zav tahar. So Meaning to say to Bahamin Babaker, 
חדשים לבקרים. פסקן איוב, רפרנסינג פסקן איוב, זה הזמן, הזמן, the day that was formed just like that uh quoting the Shaya, when a person recognizes that he's being created every day from scratch just like the act of creation like Hashem creating the first man then for sure when a person realizes this then for sure he will be um, embarrassed so to speak in front of the eyes of the glorious king and therefore he won't want to be involved in in uh, vain pursuits pursuits of envy and also To a certain extent, we see Mycebracious happening every day, meaning that at first we have Chayshech uh, the darkness of night, and then when morning comes, we have the, the act of creation from scratch, Yehi Or, the Shemesh comes out, and it comes day. Um, and that's why we say, until I'm b'chol yoy mevarachaka, in the Ashrei prayer, that which I see that Goilal or that Shem Goilal or etc. Vachayshach Mipni or the Nusach of the Birchas Krishma at night. That that today, every day, we are able to recognize the acts of creation, and therefore we're able to bless Hashem. And a person should not say that one is prevented from. Separating himself from evil and Tivus, hey, I can't leave the my Tivus on Haza. Um, that is completely sourced in this. I think that I'm so sunken into my own um, Tivus in this Isser that I can't get out of it. But that's the reason why we say in Davening, MS Mimitsuram Galtana Velikino, that in truth. Hashem redeemed us from Egypt. Mitzrayim is called Ervasaretz, meaning that the, the, the cleaving, the dibuk, the taivus machshavte, the idea that one's taivus uh, and machshavus cleaving negativity, he doesn't have to be limited by this because he's actually able to leave these circumstances of his taivus Al-Mazen is uh, an attachment to, to Ra um, and leave that because we left Mitzrayim and because Hashem gives us that ability and Hashem has the Ratzon for us to make that happen. And this is what it means in the Pasuk in Shaya, Nashim Mashlu Banu. And Nashim is Lashin Rabi, women. Bin Bhatter bin Bisra. 
whether permissibly or forbidden way. So then, Kosh Baruch Hu takes one out of Mitzrayim because Isha Israeli Mitzrayim. What gives us the koiches to leave our personal Mitzrayim every day? Because we know that we're banim lamakim. It says in Pirkeiavos uh, that it's our nature to do the rutzain of our Father in Heaven. However, this koyach comes from Hashem Yisbarach. But and the koyach to do evil also. The, he gave us the Yisahara, as it says in Micha, Asher Hare Oisi, etc. Just like we had Gal Mitzrayim through Galgal, to Gilgal, but the whole feeling of being in exile today is really a progression from the exile that we experience in Egypt. It's the Gilgal, it's a, it's a constant progression, like almost like this, this feeling of being in exile returns to the Jewish people. Um, but at the same time, we also have the ability to leave Egypt. Um, so therefore, it's written in Yirmiya Vanech Netatich Seirik Kuloi Zera Ms. Even when a person falls Chas and it's succumbs to one's Tivis, what is the level of Shuruk? Shuruk means that's the vowel um, underneath. Um, the vowel that has the three uh, diagonal uh, dots and that makes the U sounds ba'akmimus so it's a very negative vowel that nevertheless kulayzeramas that one is still able to change and you can transform that shur to segel so where you have the, the three dots uh, diagonal you can transform it which is not even it's it's a um, it's asymmetrical. Um, you can transform that to segel, which is symmetrical. And therefore, it's uh, the segel with the three dots kind of shaped like a triangle. Um, that is Lushan Segula, which is very positive. I'm Segula Mikolami. That's similarly in Mitzrayim, Akash Barcho said, and Nechir Macha, Mitzrayim, Vanechal, Choy, Gamaloi. That what does mean? Anechi, I, meaning Misha Anechi, meaning Hashem Himself will descend, etc. And then I will cause you to ascend. That Akash Baruch Hu will help the Jewish people. Gam Alay, the end of the Pasuk, means that this love of Gam also should be. We sh- that the the level of gam should also have an aliyah, an elevation, and this is what it means. Ms means that in truth Hashem redeemed us, because kulai zera ms that all Jewish people are really from true seed, and therefore we have this potential of gula within us. Therefore, mitzrayim galatano velikenu. Therefore, Hashem redeemed us that the Geula, that Havaya, 
will be Leila Kino. Right? That's that's the bracha that that we should transform to take take the Havaya and bring it into the Elokino. Specifically me based of from the she should be redeemed from the house of slavery. That we're meaning we should be redeemed from our tivas, from our from our lusts and things that lure us into doing things that um, follow our pleasure but not follow the truth of what Hashem wants from us. That's what it means me base of that Hashem is redeeming us from this house of um, um house of Tivus and so how can we have this gula? Because through through the killing of all the firstborn, because in Ayulam it's called Peter Korecha. Meaning Harishon. And similarly in the Nefesh is the we have the Seichel, which is Rishis Chachma. Meaning to say that one must kill, so to speak, the Bechayrehem in the sense that um, the physicality of the world, the Oilam uh, of the world, which is using our, that having everything purely based and founded on intellect alone, that is problematic. So that's why it says, Kol Bechayrehem, all their firstborns, that represents the intellect of Egypt, that each one of them wanted to that that one should, so to speak, not allow one's will to be based on intellect, which is what the Mitzrayim were doing. And that we have to haragta, we have to cause that Indian to fall, um, which is called Misa. And the continuation of the Pasuk says, that your, um, your chosen ones, your firstborn, Israel, that they are all alokus, godly, to meditate on the godly and the greatness of Ainsav Barhu, and specifically during davening, which is called Mita. In Zarakadesh, I guess it's called the bed, that in davening we have different levels. There's the mita, the kise, the chair, the throne, so to speak, the menorah, and the shulchan on the table, as it says somewhere. Then when it says ga'alta, that you redeemed the first one amongst the Jewish people, that, I'll just explain, this means that this should, that it should not be, that we shouldn't allow anything from getting away in our way of serving Hashem, which is, which, which allows us to be still sunken into Gullus. However, rather, we should have the ge'ula and the freedom from any, Shibita pranasa, anything that's holding back uh, financially, um, that's allowed, or that makes it, or that's preventing us uh, from davening properly, because without tefillah, without davening properly, it's impossible to turn away from evil. Therefore, 
in the davening, we it's established every day. We say before davening, we say viduyim. Um, say viduyim. That one should be misbeinen and the shiflus of uh, man that that we're in Mitzrayim, shehu be Mitzrayim, that we're such on such a low level that we have so much higher levels to reach. Then we should be misbeinen in the greatness of Ein Sebarhu. And we should for sure um, remove ourselves from any evil, um, and in the and be I guess regret the fact that um, that we have that there is evil and that we are that we're so on such a low level, but we can um, arise from it and we can experience this geula and the tefillah. In the tefillah. It will be this this varim, this this uh, confession of words. Then we'll have this minayra achazav tar when we properly confess Hashem and reconnect and experience this geula. Then we will have this uh, pure singular minara that's in, completely made out of one piece of gold. That all Jews, the Arecha and the pircha, will be one minara. However, the main thing is that this achdus, they have to have achdus with each other, with other our fellow Jews, that we shouldn't see any negativity in our fellow Jew, etc. Meaning to say that one should know that Lamaila, the menorah is all hammered out from Lamaila, that the Elyon descends down here, the Lamata, and the Tacht ascends Lamaila. That the ra, the evil, descends sometimes the mata and enters a person that's uh, into an, a wicked person. And the opposite, that through doing a mitzvah, the, a person that is previous, was considered wicked, if he, doesn't, if he does a mitzvah, if a person that's wicked does a mitzvah, then lefamim, sometimes he can actually send above um, and every person needs to be aware of this and recognize this chisaran that we have that, and this potential that we have to ascend and the good that is in uh, every person. That perhaps after, he send, uh, after a person ascends above, um, and the wicked of the wickedness of others, that perhaps that him, that he will descend below, and then there'll be the true echad, this oneness, that meaning the the yarech with the prachim, like we were saying earlier, how how any piece of gold even the highest piece of gold, the most fanciest, loftiest piece of gold from the menorah can be re-hammered and restructured. So that way it becomes part of the bottom of the menorah. And similarly, the bottom piece of the menorah can be re-hammered and structured in a way that it becomes part of the top of the menorah without uh, without breaking apart the, the piece of gold. Similarly, here in Avaris Hashem, you have to recognize um, how fragile, I guess, that we are in our, wherever we're holding in our Vodas Hashem, that we always have constant room for improvement, but also the opposite. So we have to 
really work hard and constantly be um, to strengthen oneself. Um, to have this level of yarich and to strengthen our, feather, our fellow man, which is on the level of perach. Um, and, and then when, then Arnakain will be, once the menorah is of pure gold and everything is in its proper place and we are serving Shem properly, then Arnakain will be able to light the fire of the menorah for all seven Nairis, all seven candles, which is the Kain Gadol. And this is the Rav Chesed, that each of the Chasadim will be able to Mamshech from Avarabah Tavasaylam. And then Mamela will have this Teichei Ratzivava, this Galas Liba Kirish Peish, etc. And this is what I mean by Baalais Chesed Nairis, that Aaron will elevate the Jewish people. Through the lighting of the Menorah, through this Ava, uh, towards Hashem. And that is the end of the Mimer. Now, moving on to the next Mimer on Lamad Gimel, Ahmed Base. Next Mimer begins with Zuber Maschil im es kod gehayam chule. Just to get the context, Moshe Rabbeinu is kivyachal complaining that um, that it's impossible to feed all these uh, six hundred thousand men all the meat. Um, there's no way. How am I going to be able to make it happen? And, and then he says, and or or even get the the fish that I need from the sea. Now the very simple question is: is why is Moshe Rabbeinu mentioning fish? when the, the Yidin didn't ask for fish, they asked for meat. So the Indian is that Moshe said manly basar, where is meat? Meaning to say, the Moshe Rabbeinu is on a very lofty spiritual level to such an extent that it was impossible to descend below to receive the highest from basar, because basar is such a low level that that Moshe Rabbeinu is not able to sink himself so low to the level of Basar, so to speak. And therefore, an Amma, and and, but on the opposite side of the spectrum, an Amma Aretz is ushered to eat meat because he's on too low of a level. He's not able that the, that the Basar sinks him further down spiritually and is not able to have, be elevated through the Basar. But only Talmud Chacham is able to um, elevate the Basar by eating it. Um, however, Lagabe, with regards to the Madrig of Moshe, that he was on such a high level that even um, this Aliyah, even the Aliyah that he would have received by eating the Basar, was considered a Yurida. And this is what it means. Sheshmeis elef ragli ha'amasher and nuichi bekir boy. That you said that I will get v'sha'at v'ata marta basar ten laham, etc. Meaning to say that after anuichi, meaning that meaning Moshe Rabbeinu, who says who is referring to himself as anuichi, that I I Moshe Rabbeinu um, on this such a lofty level, how can I? Um, the fact that I'm amongst you 
the Jewish people. Um, how can you say that that I can get get in Basar? And this is what it means. Meaning, how can I, Moshe's, uh, I guess, uh, lamenting, how can I, how can I shecht all the meat for all these people and find the meat? So it seems the, the umatzalaham is superfluous. So the explanation of the added words umatzalaham is that the tsayin in bakar, tsayin v'yasigim bir doifachrim, sheikh mato. That the sheep cattle that they found that they're able to use to draw down spirit draw down below and to cause the level lofty level of Moshe to come down. And with regards to this, it says im as cold gehayam. So that's why Moshe continues and not only just doesn't stop at mentioning the animals, but even mentions the fish. It's called gehayam. Fish of the sea, because everything that is in the dry land, there's also in the sea, and the basa that is in the sea is dogim. Rather, meaning to say that that fish are really, uh, you know, the expression chicken of the sea, they're really, uh, fish are animals, they're meat of the sea. Their meat, there's just as much meat as as meat on uh, land animals, of mammals. But rather, the only difference is that the, the sea acts to conceal um, that which is underneath the sea. So it represents the idea of alma discasia, the, the concealed worlds. So, so fish are essentially just animals from the concealed worlds as opposed to uh, animals like cattle and sheep there. They're from the revealed worlds because the Abasha is not concealed by the water. And this Yerida, great Yerida descent from this level of the revealed world to eat the meat of animals that walk on dry land and to elevate them um, and not, and the Buddha not to fall lower, Bagashmis as a result of that. The, the solution is, is that through the Yerida, um, in order to accomplish this, uh, to, to accomplish all the spiritual benefits of eating meat without, without uh, it having causing negative effects is by first having fish. Because fish is from all of discasse, the concealed world. And the, therefore, through them, one is able to afterwards descend further down. Therefore, the minigistral is to eat fish before meat because the fish spiritually helps prepare the person that's eating the fish to make them ready to um, be able to elevate the basar. Um, however, with regards to the love of Moshe, even the fish wouldn't have helped. That's kind of what Moshe is saying here. Meaning that even the fish also, they're also on this level that the the, the fish should draw down this lofty level of Moshe. So the same it seems like even 
it'd be hard for the fish to help cause this uh, um However, okay, so now we're going to just move past the parentheses on the Ma'inim are welcome to learn it. Um, after the parentheses, ah, however, Kodesh Baruch Higiz Slav. So Kodesh Baruch gave them this animal called the Slav, this very fatty bird, um, which is actually, so birds are interesting because they are technically land animals, but they fly in the air. So they're, they're more spiritual. They're loftier spiritually than um, behemoths, than, than regular animals that walk on the earth. Because they actually come from the level of Pnei Shore um, and the Chais and the Rekhava and Ifis come from the Kruvim. And also they're very fat, these, uh, the the um the slav are very fat they have a lot of fat in them as we spoke about in the gemara that there's uh even like you can bake the the slav this this very fatty bird with uh several loaves of bread underneath it and to such an extent that even the bottom most bread will still be completely drenched in fat that won't be even be able to be edible with other foods um and um, so, therefore, you have this Mila of the Slav, which we spoke about in the previous Mimer, this uh, u- unity of the fattiness, which represents chesed, with the flesh, the, the butter aspect, which represents gvura. So you have this fusion of uh, chesed and gvura that's unique to the Slav. Okay, very beautiful short Mimer. Now we're going to move right on to the next Mimer. Ra'isi vehine mener zav on Lamed Gimel Lamed Beis. Ra'isi men vehine mener zav kula vagula halarisha v'shiva nirsa laha in Parshas Balaischa. Now nirais these candles. These are these branch. These uh these lights of the menorah are also called nishamais, as it's written in Mishlei Nerhavai Nishmasadim, the candle of Hashem is the soul of man. And the whole idea of the of the Menorah having seven candles, this represents the seven shepherds, which mashbim, which which draw down and give um, a godliness to the entire Jewish people. And we know that um, no thought can grasp Hashem at all, but through these seven shepherds, so to speak. They are able to give us a taste, so to speak, of Hashem's um, amount of attributes. Um, and so the whole Jewish people are essentially collectively one menorah. We all make up one menorah, and every aspect of the menorah represents an aspect of the Jewish people. But, and the most important thing to remember is that we are all gold. The whole Jewish people are all gold. Um, as it says in the Pasuk, in Shir Shirim, Kulach. Yafarayasi, that all Jewish people are wonderful, beautiful. Now, we know that in another place, it says in the Midrash, there refers this uh, this Indian of the Menorah is connected to Lasulavo. How do we know that? Because in the Eilam there's the Psylus. However, Lasulavo, Sakharia says, Menor Zav Kula, meaning that's. that's 
the blessed love of the menorah will definitely be gold, entirely of gold, without any psilis. Even though halachically it could be made of any material, and halachically the menorah, um, it theoretically having psilis in the zav wouldn't disqualify it. Um, but in another place, it says that because Yirmiyah says that Kesef Nimas Karlehem, that is despite the silver is despising, and Yechazkel called them Sigim, these, uh, I guess, these uh, psalas that Ben Adam, Hayuli, Beis Yisrael, Sig, etc. Then Zechariah came along and said, Reisi Vehinim in Zavkula. Behold, I say, I saw a menorah that's entirely made of gold. That the gold that is the, the whole idea of the gold to fulfill what it says in the verse in Shashirim, Kulach Yafayrayasi. From here it's understood, it's it's implied. They were referring to the to Zman Achshav, that the menorah actually alludes to the time we're in currently. That this that for sure Yirmiya and Yechaskal did not only intended for for the for the current time we're in, and not la'asid lava. If that's the case, then Zechariah comes and said, "Minars, that's minar, that's entirely made out of gold, and therefore we must understand that in truth, why does Yirmiyah and Yechazkel say this?" Then Zechariah said, "Minars zav kula, that's entirely a minar that's made entirely out of." Gold, um, meaning that it's kulach yafa, it's entirely beautiful. We can preface this by understanding the Indian that which is um, that the, the reason why the Jewish people are called a menorah, because just like a menorah is all hammered out of one piece of gold or one chunk of material that through this chiseling and hammering of this material of gold, we're able to, or makishim, I saw, hitting it and making that which is lamaila lamata and lamata lamaila, meaning to say that the piece of gold that was previously in the lowest part of the menorah could end up through maneuvering the metal properly could end up being at the very top of the menorah. And just depending on how you hammer and mold and work with the, the material. Um, and so too, all Jewish people, cholesterol, aravim, zebaza, we're all interdependent in one another, meaning to say that we're mixed up together, meaning to say that just like we're, we're called like, uh, Jewish people are called Adam, meaning we are all make up one human um, metaphorical body. That just like Adam, man has a head and a foot, so to the Jewish people, there's head of the Jewish people and there's feet of the Jewish people. But we know that the head receives uh, life force and energy from also from the foot of the leg and vice versa. So, meaning, but in the sense that the head receives life force from the foot, it means that means that 
means that the head is dependent on the foot to get it to where it needs to go. And so too, the foot is dependent on the head. Um, so too, the Jewish people are all interdependent on each other, just like each body part of man is dependent on each other. And this is what it means, that um, that is all better out of um, every single detail was, 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 was hammered out of one piece, even the base and even the flower and flower ornaments of the menorah. The Yerecha, this is the Madrig, the lower Madrigas, and Pircha is the higher levels. It's all Mikshach, it's all hammered out of one piece. And they all receive from the seven Nerasal Yainis, and they are the seven Rayim, the seven shepherds, as we spoke about earlier, that each one, according to its level, um, and according to its uh, measure. Now, moving on to ice base. Now, we know that the mitzvahs are called, are also called neris, just like the Jewish people are called neris, the mitzvahs are called neris as well, as it is written in the Pasuk and Mishlai, ki ner mitzvah for a candle, mitzvah is a candle in the Torah's light, and also the 248 mitzvahs, positive mitzvahs, that they are the 248 limbs of the king, with the to um, train drain, which is commercial near his two limbs. Um, make the commercial of near, which would be 250. So, um, oh, I see. So basically. 248 plus 2 makes the 250. Presumably the yeah, the, the train drain would be the would be Avanira. So the Indian is that the Toyota is called Nair. What's a Nair? A Nair is a clee that has within it oil and a wick. Then it, just like it's written, that also the, the oil and the wick themselves are called ner, as it is written in the Pasuk, meaning the preparation of the oil and the psila is all part of the ner. And meaning to say that the Nishamas Yisrael are called Kli Haner, which is the base kibble, this is the receptacle to receive the oil and the wick. And so too, the Nishamas of the Jewish people are the vessel to receive the mitzvahs, which would be the oil and the fuel for it, and the, the wicks, which are called Ner Mitzvah. However, the Torah is light. Torah oyer, that the light does not ascend, um, does not ascend uh, the name or, it only descends the name or through the fact that 
the light is able to hold on to the wick as it is submerged in the oil. And because this abundant amount of oil and wick is present, therefore that is how it makes it possible for the light to be illuminated. So if the pesila is minamubchar, meaning the wick is very um, high quality, then you'll have a very nice, beautiful, large flame. And similarly, if you have a lot of oil, then the light will last a very long time. So similarly, if you have a large reboop silois, if you have many wicks, then you'll have much uh, an abundance of light. And the main revelation of light is that through the oil and the wick, so too the Torah is an explanation of the mitzvahs in this analogy analog um, idea here. Now, similarly, by way of analogy, at the mitzvah of Shabbos, the mitzvah of Shabbos, how do we learn about the mitzvah of Shabbos? We learn it through the Mitzvah of Shabbos in the Gemara. The mitzvah of Pesach, mitzvahs of relating to Pesach, we have Mesachas Pesachim. So too, by way of analogy, the entire Torah is light and revelation of the mitzvah, of the mitzvah, which is the um, the Kli of the Ner. And it's just, re- the Torah is revealing how to do the mitzvahs through the, uh, the Gemaras and the Halachas, etc. Now, just like in Gashmias, we have this concept, so to Baruchnias, because the mitzvahs is the Ratzon Elyon Baruchu, it's Hashem's will, which is included in Oineg HaElyon. It's included in supernal uh, pleasure of Hashem, just like as it is written, Reach Nichoyach Lavaya. It's a pleasing fragrance to Hashem. And our sages say that Nachas Reach Lafanei Shemarti Bnei Surtzaini. that we have this very deep relationship and connectedness between Tainug and Ratzin, that Tainug is drawn down according to the Ratzin, that a person wants, if a person is something, something goes in line with the person's Ratzin, then the Tainug is drawn down. However, the opposite can also happen. If it, something goes against a person's Ratzin, then the opposite of Tainuk happens in Tsar, Bain. Um, and so therefore, essentially, the we have a Slapchus of Tainug within the Ratzin. And therefore, every person needs to do mitzvahs besimcha, as it says in the Pasek, because what is simcha? Simcha reveals Tainug. And the einig that comes, it reveals the tainug and the einig that comes through that gilui. And then when that gilui is accomplished, then we can feel that true simcha completely revealed in one's heart. And the more it's almost like a 
chain snowball effect chain reaction that the more gilui of tainug you have, the more simcha, and they keep building on each other. That the more simcha, more tainug, more tainug, more simcha. And therefore, and the explanations of Meirev Koil in the Pasuk, why is it that specifically um, uh, Shem saying that you didn't serve Shem, saying that we didn't serve Shem with Simcha when you had everything? What does that mean? That it means, you can't say that Meirev Kol is only referring to that you didn't serve Hashem with Simcha when you were involved in all of the physical um, lusts of the world. Because that's 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 obvious. So it means that all of Tainug Olamazet, because all the Tainug of Olamazet is just a psoilus from that which falls in Shiraz HaKalim. So so from a more sophisticated way of understanding the Pasuk, Mirav Koil, um, it would be too obvious to say that, oh, it's just talking about, oh, when you were uh, going after all these tiny Malazah, because it's not, there's no actual substance to tiny Malazah. Just like it says in the story, in the Gemara, the sages say that Rabbi Akiva, um, there were uh, 120 mil from the city, great city of Rome, and they heard all these, uh, you know, noises coming from there um, and all this joy and ruckus from all the Romans. And um, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua were crying and Rabbi Akiva was laughing because he said, Rabbi Akiva made the, made the rationale that if those that transgress Hashem's will um, are experiencing this much tainugil elam hazah, and how much more so, how much more tainug and simcha will those that do Hashem's will receive? So that if this is the case that the tainug is nimshach, even to those that go against Hashem's will, like our sages say, that there's no um, there's no blade of grass down here that doesn't have a mazel from above. The mazel receives from the 70 ministers, so, so to speak, that they receive from the Shemari Fanim, which are these uh, very lofty angels, the, the dregs of these very lofty angels, um, which is really just soilless. It's just um, residue. Uh, it's just not the best, um, you know, the leftovers, so to speak, from the, these lofty angels. And from this, that's where all, all the Tanugila Mosaic comes from. So really, all the pleasure that results in this world is really um, the excrement of angels, so for lack of a better word. Um, so therefore, it's really not the true simcha. True simcha is when you do Hashem's will and you do the tournaments, that's when you get true um, simcha and Hashem. Um, and yeah, because there's no comparison to the Pneumus Achayas, which is the actual ray of the Shechina that's revealed in Gan Eden that the Tzadikim benefit from, they sin benefit from the Ziva Shechina. And it's that uh, they say that, um, that 
because then it's worth it to be judged and brought and then through being judged being brought into the world to come because all the the suffering one experiences in Gehenna it's completely worth it because one receives after all the suffering in Gehenna this Einige Alien this is a supernal Tainig which is Nimshach from Ziva Shechina therefore so just say etc. That those that transgress Hashem's will, if they receive pleasure, how much more so that those that do Hashem? That 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 the people that that transgress Hashem's will, the tainug that they receive in this world, is a great amount of tainug, but it's all from dregs and soilless. That how much more so will be. Um, if for those that do Hashem's will, that they'll get the revelation of Onyge Elyon from the Ziva Shechinah level. Now, behold, how great is the simple and that's revealed from the Ziva Shechinah, even in Atachtin, such an extent that it says that it's worth it to be judged in Gehenim in order to, to get to Olam Haba or to, to go to the world to come. So how much more in Ganon Elyon? So if that's the case, by Ganon Tacht and this even that's worth worth being judged, how much more so in Ganon Elyon, which is even higher than Ganon Tachtin, to such an extent that one needs in order to merit and to Ganon Elyon, one needs to toivel oneself in the Nar Dinur. Um, and there are many. Uh, Madragas in Gan Eden, that's infinite levels of Madragas of Gan Eden. And all of them has this level of Nar Dinur, this river called Dinur, um, between each level in order to ascend all these uh, levels within Gan Eden Ali and Khara. Now, this is what our sages say that tell me that. That are that uh, Torah scholars, they don't have any rest in this world or the next world. Why? Because they have a passing until and this says Yelchu Michael El Choyel. So this means that Kedoshim Chalim Chasala. Now this explains what what in the passing uh, sorry in um, in Davening we say Kedoshim Shmon Esrei Kedoshim Bechol Yemiel Chasala. What does it mean that you are Kadosh? Your name is Kadosh. And the Kadoshim, what are the Kadoshim? These are the Shamas that have these, this Aliyah Salah forever, meaning, meaning the, the, the Nishamas that are already on their path through their elevations through all these levels of Gan Eden, that infinite, that have this infinite, completely infinite levels of uh, Aliyahs, that they're receiving all these higher and higher levels of Oinig. Um, ad infinitum. And therefore, as I just say, in the future, Kodesh Baruch Hu will bequeath upon every tzaddik uh, three, four hundred, sorry, three hundred and ten worlds, as it says, L'hanichol oyeva yesh, yesh is gematria, shinyad, which is three hundred and ten. Then in order to receive this tainug that is infinite that the neshama doesn't even have the 
koyach to to be able to perceive because uh, because because we're we're on this physical level of yeshanivra we're physical creations. Um, so how do we receive this infinite tainug? That's uh, so. This is in, this is accomplished through the neshama. In order to receive all this tainug, there has to be three hundred ten worlds. Meaning to say, that you need the concealment in order for the neshama. Um, within the goof, which is limited to tolerate all this uh tainug adin kates. Now we're going to skip the parentheses, uh, very fascinating. Um, but uh, we are running short on time, so we are finishing now is base of the mimer, and tomorrow's daf, uh, 34, we're going to move on to ice gimel and finish the mimer. Hope you have a wonderful night. Take care.